welcome to Loving the Scriptures. I'm your host, your friend, Joshua Odunlade, and together we'll be exploring God's Word to find insights, learn from Him, and to fall more deeply in love with Him today. Let's begin. Welcome again to this episode of Loving the Scriptures. Today we are going to be continuing our study of the book of John chapter 4 verse 12 to 26. So in the previous episode we learned about John chapter 4 verse 12 to 26 and in this episode we are going to be continuing. So if you've not listened to the previous episode please listen to it because it would be a precursor for many of the things that would also be talking about in this episode. So let's have a word of prayer. Our Father and our God, we say thank you. We are grateful for your love, for your kindness, for your faithfulness over our lives. We are genuinely thankful that you came in flesh and that you took away our sins, Lord. We are grateful. We are thankful. Lord, we want to learn from you. We want to learn from your life. We want to learn from your words. Lord, we ask that you speak to us today in the name of Jesus. Help us to know you and to understand you. Help us to be able to act more like you and to become more like you. Because we know that your word tells us that as we behold you as in a mirror, we are changed into the same image. Lord, we want to look like you. Lord, please come and make us into your image. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Okay, so welcome again to this episode of the podcast. <laughs> Seems I'm always welcoming you. So, very quickly to our study, we are going back to verse 12 now. John chapter 4, verse 12 to 26. And in the previous episode, we we saw how that Jesus is the rock that must be formed within our hearts. The Holy Spirit is the stream of water that must flow out freely from our hearts. And then we must put in the work to learn to allow Jesus to be fully formed within us so that God can use us for his will. And today's episode, we are just going to go through the verses 12 to 26 again to pick out other interesting insights. So um, I'm reading from verse 13 now. Verse 13 says that Jesus said, Everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again. But whoever drinks from the water that I will give him will never get thirsty again. In fact, the water that I will give him will become a well of water springing up in him for eternal life. So we realized in the previous episode that the water that Jesus was talking about here was the water of the Holy Spirit that will come forth out of our lives. You know, that brings an interesting illustration to my mind. What does water do? You know, let's say you were to be passing by somewhere and water is always flowing through that place. What would you notice? Maybe there is a channel in the ground that water is always flowing through. Um, please don't make it a gutter or anything concrete like just soil water flowing past what would you notice that place would be green because life would grow there plants will grow there things will grow there in fact some microorganisms itself will grow there but the point is that life will grow 
in that path of water and we see that the Holy Spirit springing forth out of our lives indicates that life will grow in our lives. Like the Holy Spirit oozing forth out of our lives indicates that in everything that we lay our hands upon, it will be green, it will be life. So everything that has your influence upon it will, will suddenly have life in it. Your words will have life in them your thoughts would have life in them so if you find that your words are not compliant with scripture perhaps it is because you have not been well formed you have not allowed jesus to become fully formed inside you so that jesus can bring forth the holy spirit whom will now give life to everything that it touches in your body whether it is your words or your actions whatever it may be so we see that the holy spirit is this river that flows out of our lives and that gives us eternal life now we go on and i would like to point out the part where jesus told her okay go and call your husband and <laughs> it's interesting here because jesus told her go call your husband and come back and the woman was like I don't have any husband and Jesus said yes you have said correctly because you have had five and the one that you are with right now is not even your husband <laughs> like this is this is shocking you know if you are like me and you grew up in church and you have read this a lot of times you may have lost the wonder of this text but let's look at it deeply closely imagine that you were the one in that situation let's say you were there like you were just standing there beside jesus and you did not know what jesus was going to say you did not know this woman before and jesus was like go and call your husband and you know you would be like okay she must go now to go and call her husband and she's still standing there then she's like i don't have any husband and jesus then tells her that you have said correctly because the person you are with right now is not your husband and then you've even had five husbands before how would you feel won't you be shocked like hey and that that would that would blow many people's minds because they'll be like why would jesus be talking to someone that has been in and out of five marriages and it just shows how that remember in john chapter 3 verse 17 how that the bible says that god in fact jesus himself was saying it to nicodemus that god did not send the son into this world to condemn the world but he sent his son into the world so that through his son the world might be saved so jesus does not come to the world to condemn it jesus does not come to us to condemn us jesus did not go to this woman to condemn her but jesus went to her so that she might be saved so even though jesus knew about her past and everything that she had been through jesus was still there with her so that she can be saved by his words and immediately this woman saw that jesus knew about her you know she thought okay this must be a prophet and she said okay i even have some questions Seth. so you are a prophet our ancestors worshipped on this mountain but you jews you always say that the place to worship is in jerusalem i'm guessing she was asking so who is right who is wrong dear mr prophet that can tell me that i have had five husbands before and jesus was not 
perturbed he he simply answered her he said believe me woman an hour is coming when you will worship the father neither on this mountain nor in jerusalem you samaritans worship what you do not know we worship what we do know because salvation is from the jews now i would like to stop there for a bit before going on jesus was answering her and a question was actually that you guys worship in in temples in jerusalem and we worship on the mountains so she was confused about that you know which one is correct that kind of thing and the response of jesus here in that verse 22 it says that you samaritans worship what you do not know we worship what we do know because salvation is from the jews it led me to go back because well my bible is a cross-reference bible <laughs> so it, it, it referred me back to the old testament and we are going to quickly go there together now genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3 it says the lord said to abraham go from your land your relatives and your father's house to the land that i will show you i will make you into a great nation i will bless you i will make your name great and you will be a blessing i will bless those who bless you and i will curse anyone who treats you with contempt and all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you now it is that through you that you must note because that is the part that emphasizes that salvation comes from the jews so from the lineage of abraham down like up to jesus that is the lineage that brings salvation to the whole world because it is a promise that god gave to abraham that through your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed as we have just read now so that was what jesus was referring to when he said that salvation comes from the jews so we head back to the book of john chapter 4 we left at verse 22 so we go on to pick a few more interesting insights we say the, the closing prayer and then you can go on to meditate on these scriptures and let it breathe on you okay so jesus went on to say that but an hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth yes the father wants such people to worship him god is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth this is very important you see that jesus keeps saying in spirit and truth in spirit and truth you see that from our previous episode we learned that the spirit like the holy spirit comes out like streams out of this solid rock that is formed within us so the the magnitude of the holy spirit that we feel and see in our lives is streaming out of the wellness of that rock that has been formed within us if if that english is correct but i hope that you get the idea the holy spirit can only stream out of a heart that is filled with the word of god with the truth of god with the life of god because the word we know is jesus 
and Jesus is the truth personified. So the Bible keeps saying here, Jesus keeps saying here that God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And this is where I would like to make an illustration now. Have you ever poured oil and water into a bottle together? I know I have tried it as a science experiment. If you pour oil and water into a bottle together, what happens? Do they mix? Well, I don't know what happened in your own experiment, but when I tried it, they did not mix. You know, you try to mix them together, they would still not mix. One would settle under and one would be above in all situations. If you added petrol to that mix, the three would still not mix. They would separate each into their levels. This is the same way. God is spirit and if we want to worship him, we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Anything outside the spirit and truth will not do. Let's consider quickly another illustration. Can you take a goat, you know, a goat that was just born and then take it to the midst of lions and you know expect them to raise the goat as their own child what do you think would happen to the goat the goat will be will be devoured exactly the same thing we as children of god can worship god in spirit and in truth but anybody that is not a child of god cannot offer the same sacrifice to god you see when we worship god in spirit and in truth we have this fellowship with the holy spirit you know like when we say the lord's prayer the fellowship of the holy spirit in my local language i'm going to say it and then i'm going to interpret it in my local language it says and that means that can be interpreted as fellowship of the holy spirit but it can also be interpreted as a mixing together with the holy spirit now a while ago while we were saying that prayer something interesting dropped into my mind a mixing together of the holy spirit you know it's like a smoothie when you are preparing a smoothie you put bananas you put flavor you put all of these things you put different fruits inside and then you blend everything together when it all comes out can you pick out the banana can you pick out the flavor can you pick out any of those things no why because it has all been meshed mixed together that's the same way when we allow the holy spirit to mix with us we worship him in spirit and in truth we are indistinguishable from the spirit we are indistinguishable from god that is the moment of true fellowship may we experience this mixing together with the holy spirit with god himself let's pray Dear God, we say thank you for this opportunity to share your word together. We are grateful for the insights that you have given us in your word. Lord, we ask that you would minister unto us and be with us. Help us to meditate on these things and find life deep within them. Let the well source from deep within us and fill our lives with life. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I believe you have been blessed by this episode of the podcast. Please follow us on this platform 
or on wherever you get your podcast. Also, please share with your friends and family so that they can be blessed by it too. Till we meet again, keep seeking, keep searching, keep meditating on God's word and keep on loving your scriptures and keep on loving God. God bless you.